Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking, or actually maybe I'm going to be drinking, the three martini lunches back and other noteworthy 2021 deductions I think you're going to want to know about. This is going to be a really fun podcast. I've done some podcasts in the past that have gone through some of the deductions that have been made available due to the CARES Act and some other legislation that has been passed as a result of COVID. But what I wanted to do today is kind of focus on three or four of the main deductions that you may not be aware of that could actually reduce your taxable income and save you some money in 2021. So it's going to be kind of a fun podcast, a little bit tax heavy or accounting heavy, but I'll keep it fun and light. And um, I'll start with the most enjoyable one. The three martini lunch is back. God, it's been a while. I missed that three martini lunch. Love to get out to a restaurant and have some martinis at lunch with my buddies or my friends. Uh, God, it's been a while. Been doing too much takeout, too many lunches at home. So I'm uh, looking forward to 2021 and getting out and getting the ability to deduct my three martini lunch. So let's do some history on this because this is actually really cool. I, I did a little research on this. And just to give you a quick synopsis of kind of what this is about, you're now going to get 100% deduction, okay, rather than 50% based off the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act, you're going to get 100% deduction, not 50%, on all your meals, as long as you eat them in a restaurant. Okay, that's pretty good. And this goes from basically 2021 um, to 2022. So the next two years, we get to eat out, drink a lot, and deduct it all. God, good old days. Reminds me back of the 80s. So let's go through some of the history. So in the past, this whole idea of three martini lunches, which uh, was a gr- it's a great idea. And again, everyone's so busy, uh, even pre-COVID, no one had a chance to go out to eat. I remember I, I probably for like eight months in a row would just eat at my desk and really stop going out to eat and, and meeting friends and you know, business contacts and colleagues. So looking forward to doing that again. But basically back in the day, you were able to get a full deduction for not just food, but business entertainment, like golf, right? God, vacations designed as business trips, tickets to sporting events. I remember back in the day before 2017, I had season tickets to the Dolphins, the Miami Heat, the Marlins even, even though I couldn't give those tickets away. Um, so basically all, all the professional sports teams and they were deductible. So it was pretty good. Um, back in 1986, they removed the deduction from 100% to 80%, which is still better than nothing. Um, and back in... 86. So from 86 to 2017, you're basically able to deduct 80% of uh, the business and entertainment costs. And then the 80% allowance was was further reduced by the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017 to 50%. But that 50% only applied to food. It didn't apply to entertainment like sporting events or golf. So the 50% business meal deduction only applied to activities. And listen to this directly related to the active conduct 
of a trader business are incurred immediately before or after a substantial and bona fide business discussion. So you really had to discuss business, even though you know the IRS drones weren't listening, but you couldn't get the entertainment angle, right? The the golf or the sporting event. So, and again, it said further, if, if food was provided in conjunction with entertainment, you couldn't get the deduction from the entertainment. So obviously I canceled my season tickets to all those teams in 2017, because what's the point? If I want to go to a game, I'll just pay for it myself. I don't need all these costs and, and not get a deduction. That, that was crazy. However, gravy trains back, baby. Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021 brings back the fully deductible three martini lunch and we're ready to go. Let's get the vaccines if you're taking them or not. Let's get out of the house. Let's get ready and let's enjoy because 100% deductions for food or beverages provided by a restaurant and paid or incurred before January 1, 2023. So we got all of 2021, all of 2022 to eat, to drink, in restaurants, help support our local restaurants, get to spend time with friends, people you haven't seen in the last year because of COVID. What is better? Isn't this a great, great, great deduction? So happy they brought this back. God, I, you know, I like the tax cuts and job tax. I thought there was some good stuff in there, but God, reducing the 80% to 50% for meals, that was a bummer. And guess what? It's back. So there's no excuse now. If you're ready to go out, go out. If you're waiting for that vaccine, wait for it. But once it comes, Let's do it. Three martini lunches are back. Got two years to uh, enjoy some good conversations, some good food, help our restaurants, help our local communities, help all the people that have, uh, are struggling now because of COVID. Let's get them back working. Let's give them some big tips and let's deduct the heck out of it. We're back, baby. I like it. So the next one I wanted to talk about is the employee retention credit. And this is a really big one if you can satisfy the rules. So originally the CARES Act, it talked about adding like a refundable payroll credit equal to 50% of qualified wages, 10,000 bucks per year per employee. And this was from March 13th to December 31, 2020. But this was the caveat. If you got a PPP loan, you couldn't get this employee retention credit. Guess what? New rule. The Consolidated Appropriation Act of 2021 extended and expanded the availability of the credit. So now, if you're a company that received a PPP loan, you can claim the employee retention credit with a caveat. The credit may not be claimed for wages paid with the proceeds of the PPP loan. Okay, that, that's fair. You, and you also need to satisfy the requirement. So basically what the requirement is, is that you have an employer with more than 100 employees who must qualify for the ETRC by showing. Okay, so if you have more than 100 employees, you need to show that the job or some of the employees were affected by various government orders and the employer paid for the employee for time when the employee was not working, okay? Or the company had more than 50% decline in gross receipts for a quarter when compared to the same quarter in the prior year. So this could be a big help for certain employers who can show they had 50% gross receipts quarter to quarter. You can get a tax credit for some of your payroll that you paid uh, at $10,000 per year per employee, which adds up if you got lots of employees. So this is a really cool um, credit that wasn't available under the CARES Act if you took the PPP loan, which many businesses did. Uh, but now the Consolidated Appropriation Act of 2021 extends that. Okay, so you can get 
50% of qualified wages paid to employees after March 12, 2020 and before January 1st, 2021, up to 10,000 wages for each employee for all calendar year. The maximum credit for all eligible wages paid to any employee during the period was 5,000 bucks, okay? So you need to satisfy the requirements, but that credit is now in play, even if you got a PPP loan. So talk to your accountant about it. Um, if you're eligible, you, you can save uh, a good amount in taxes because credits, unlike deductions, deductions just reduce your taxable income. Credits reduce the amount of taxable tax you have to pay dollar for dollar. So if you have $100,000 and you get a $30,000 deduction, you pay tax on $70,000. But the way credits work is if you owe $20,000 in tax and you have a $20,000 credit, you owe zero tax, right? Because credits take away the tax dollar for dollar. So credits are a lot more valuable than deductions. So here they're offering the employee retention credit. If you satisfy the rules, okay, you can do it. So again, the act increases the threshold for a number of employees. Any eligible employer may have from 100 to 500 for claiming the credit. So that's pretty good. Okay, so just make sure you got 50% declining gross receipts and um, you potentially could, could satisfy that requirement and get the credit. The next one I want to talk about, this is um, you know for more individuals, unemployment benefits taxability. So generally, federal unemployment benefits are taxable, right? So while the economic stimulus payments are not, some states vary on how unemployment benefits are taxed. Enhanced unemployment benefits, the federal level, basically are taxed, right? They're added to every weekly unemployment benefit. And together, these are expected you know, to cause some confusion because when you got unemployment benefits, they're taxable, but the economic stimulus payments are not. So you need to kind of understand what you got and then decide with your accountant or tax professional what's deductible or um, what's taxable, I should say. So again, unemployment benefits are taxable and economic stimulus payments are not. So just keep that in mind when you're doing your taxes. This other, this next thing I want to talk about is the recovery rebate credit, which is a pretty cool thing. And it provides that eligible employees are entitled to a payment or credit up to $1,200 or $2,400, right? So some people got this. A lot of people got this under the CARES Act, but some people didn't, okay? So if you were eligible under the economic impact payment, but you didn't get it, okay? Or you were entitled to larger payments and got less than you should, you can get a credit for the amount you were eligible to get and didn't. So just make sure you're, you're getting what you deserve, okay? There's been a lot of money pumped in the economy, especially the CARES Act and some subsequent stimulus programs. If you didn't get everything you should, 1,200 or 2,400, and you satisfy the requirements, you can get a credit for what you didn't get. Or if you thought you deserved more, talk to your tax professional because there may be potential credits available. The next thing is the biggest one for businesses, I think, is the five-year carryback on NOLs, net operating losses, which is just huge, right? Because when an NOL loss is, is you can go back now five years. Under the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act, they basically stopped you from going back, okay? So before 2017, you were able to go two back, 20 forward. The 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act basically stopped you from going back, right? So you couldn't go back and go forward. But now you're able to go five years back. So if there's a loss in 2020, and I've done a bunch of podcasts and even some videos on this, this is enormous because lots of businesses had losses this year, right? So you can use those losses to absorb any of your income this year. Whatever's left over, you can actually go back up to five years, 
claim a refund, get some cash back and amend your return. Or you can keep it and go forward. Some people say keep it to go forward because tax revenues will go up. That's something you could discuss with your tax advisor. The most important thing, be aware, this five-year carryback changes the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which eliminated the carryback. And now you can go back five instead of two, which was the old rule, and you can still go back to 20. Okay, so this is a pretty cool thing. Um, and, you know, the, the, the 2017 Act allowed you to go forward indefinitely. It just got rid of the carryback, okay, which was a big thing. Um, and it also limited it to 80% of taxable income. And now, under the new rules, it's five years back, 100%. Okay, so this is pretty big. So you can go back literally 18, 19, and 20, carry back, uh, reduce your taxable income, and hopefully get a refund. And um, it also eliminates the taxable income restrictions under the 2017 Act and gives you the 100%, instead of the 80%. So um, I'll give you an example. If you had $20,000 in net operating losses in 19 and only 8,000 was used up to set income in 18, you can carry the remaining 12,000 to 17, okay? And then you can recalculate the 18 and 17 tax liability by taking into account your NOLs, right? So it's pretty cool stuff. And there's lots of opportunities to go out and get some refunds, get some cash back if you use your NOLs uh, wisely. So pretty cool thing. Um, I never liked the 2017 Act uh, provision that basically um, it, it eliminated um, the carryback um, ne never a big fan of that. Um, even though they let you carry it forward, definitely it was limited to 80%. Um, and again, this is for corporations, uh, operating losses, um, not, not individuals. You need to have a business to have an operating loss. So, um, anyways, uh, pretty interesting stuff. If you're in business, talk to your tax advisor. Uh, two other things, uh, I wanted to talk about real quick, more individual stuff. Discharge of indebtedness on principal residence. So basically, uh, December 20th, 2019, congressional action extending the important protection for struggling homeowners. So basically, anyone who has a qualified principal residence indebtedness, you get an exclusion. So basically, this exclusion expired at the end of 17, but now is extended to January 1st, 2021, and applies going back to 18 and 19. So this is anyone that basically uh, got a 1099 from a mortgage lender for a mortgage loan modification, um, any type of discharge of indebtedness because there was a loan modification, short sale, anything like that. And you had to deal with income from discharge of indebtedness, which basically means you were rewarded by paying less of your debt than you had to. That's generally under section 108 of the tax code, considered income, discharge of indebtedness. Well, this provision now allows you to escape that and not have to pay any tax if you um, had to deal with um, short sales or low modification that created discharge of indebtedness. So again, if you're in that position, something to think about. The last thing I wanted to talk about, because you know this is applies to lots of Americans, mortgage insurance premiums. Uh, if you pay, if you put down less than twenty percent, you generally have to get some mortgage insurance. Um, the premiums they are get the treated as interest, so deductible, and this is extended through twenty twenty one. So. Another good thing, because um, it's more deductions, help you uh, hopefully pay less tax. So those are the things. The big stuff for corporations is the NOL carryback five years and 100% instead of the 80%. Um, that's a big one. 
Um, the other thing, obviously, uh, for me, the one I, I love is a three martini lunch. I'm, I'm looking forward to hitting up restaurants in 2021 and going, um, going crazy. <laughs> I need to get out of my house. My wife's driving me nuts. She's been like crazy with COVID. So uh, I basically have been stuck in my house for the most part. I've, I've done lots of takeouts. I live in Miami, so I'm able to eat outside. So my wife will allow me to eat outside, but I have not been in a restaurant with a friend. Oh God, in, in almost a year. So I'm looking forward to going out, spending money at restaurants and, and deducting them because I'm going to be talking business, right? So obviously do this stuff during the week. Saturday night, three martini lunches or dinners, hard to deduct, right? You could if you're traveling, but if you live in uh, a city and you're taking your wife out and kids out, yeah, probably not a great idea to uh, deduct that meal um, if no business is being discussed. So there you have it. Those are some of the interesting deductions, I think, 2021 that you may want to take advantage of. Obviously, work with a tax advisor. If you have one, um, that could be helpful. But not all tax advisors have the time to stay in the loop with all this stuff. So that's why you're listening to me and while we're watching me on YouTube. So as a tax attorney, I'm trying to find, I think, the most relevant deductions uh, that are interesting that can apply to uh, most of my listeners or, or uh, viewers. And, and I think, uh, I, I hope at least I, I've done that. So there you have it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking. And thanks obviously for, for your support. Really appreciate it. Just want to make sure everyone stays safe and healthy. And I look forward to seeing everyone in, in restaurants ordering three martinis, three whiskeys, three beers, three glasses of wine, whatever you want. Enjoy. It's been a crappy year. Let's, let's have some fun in 2021 and beyond. And let's support our uh, local restaurants. So uh, stay safe, everyone. Um, and hope to see everyone soon. And I can guarantee I will talk to all of you again next week. Take care.